Well, hey there, you're listening to the Marketing for Coaches podcast. I'm your host, Steve Schramm, and this is the podcast where we help coaches like you achieve clarity around their message, overcome their toughest marketing challenges, and grow their business. I want to speak to you today about um, something that at, at first might you might not think is related to the marketing of your coaching business, but it is in a big, big way. You know, I also want to be rather, rather conversational and transparent with you today because this is something that I deal with heavily. I deal with this. Um, there are times when we go through bouts of this. Uh, what I'm talking about today, by the way, is imposter syndrome. I want to help you reframe imposter syndrome. And... um. I myself need to reframe my imposter syndrome. Um, I deal with this. I deal with this often and it's debilitating. It can be something that literally sets you back for days and days and days. Um, And every now and then I go through these spurts where I don't feel it at all. I feel on top of the world because I can can answer these questions. I uh, have people who are telling me that I am being helpful to them. I have people telling me that without the answers that I've given them, their life would be dramatically different. And yet I still feel as though one of these days I'm going to be found out. That person who comes to me expecting to have some sort of major transformation in their life is going to be let down. And they're going to come to me And they're going to say, you were supposed to be the expert. And I did what you told me to do. And I've wasted years of my life because it did not work. Are we all afraid that that's what's going to happen? We're we're all afraid that this person is just going to show up and just completely destroy us. Now, we all have critics. Everybody has haters, and that's one thing that it's not something that I wrote down today in terms of um, a way to help reframe imposter syndrome, but it's just a general truth. It's something we need to talk about. People are are just going to be this way sometimes. Everybody has haters. I, I think of, you know, YouTube gives you the ability to like or dislike, and a lot of times you can tell when that happens during the course of a video. And I mean, there are people who will dislike a video without even hearing what the content says before the person ever even gets started speaking because they see the title of it. It's like, you know, you're, you're disliking a video two seconds in. It's like, give the person a chance to put their thoughts out there. So uh, we live in this world where, where reaction is just something that a lot of times is not tampered. And so there are times when people are going to react to you in a way that maybe if they had thought about it, they wouldn't have wanted to come across that way, but, but they do. And so you're going to have people like that. But then you're going to have people who are genuinely just haters of you uh, and haters of what you do and haters of what you stand for. And you know what? They're going to be there. It doesn't matter what it is that you do, what it is that you stand for. And that's why it's important to have your priorities straight. It's important to understand who in this life actually matters um, to you. And that will help you as you go forward with this. Now, how is this related to your marketing? Uh, There is nothing in your um, marketing that is not affected by your level of confidence. Everything that you do will be directly affected by the level of confidence in your solutions that you exude. And the reality is that nothing, 
I would venture to say, affects your confidence level like imposter syndrome. Nothing affects your confidence to be able to accurately say that you can solve somebody else's problem like the feeling in your mind that you really know that you can't. So this is why we have to reframe this. We have to. It's a big deal. We're all going to deal with it from time to time. I think it's inevitable. But we have to have some strategies in place, some things to think about, some consolation to offer ourselves when we begin to deal with this, to get out of this funk so that we can begin serving the world again in the way that we really, deeply, truly know that we can. So I'm going to give you some strategies around that. And again, realize that I come to you today from a place of mentorship, from a place of humility, uh, from a place of not having this figured out. But I've learned some things and these are things that help me and maybe they will help you too. I would like to give you a quote real quick from a podcast uh, that I listened to. This is a transcript of Shane Sams. He is the husband of Jocelyn Sams, and they are the husband and wife team behind Flipped Lifestyle. Just an absolutely great podcast. If you are somebody who is looking to get into coaching, consulting, or um, just online business in general, full-time, and escape the nine-to-five, etc. I mean, if that's what your goal is, these guys are great. Um, you don't necessarily have to be on that path to escaping the nine-to-five, etc. That's not what it's all about. Um, but it's just really a husband and wife team who have been very successful at online business and want to help other people be successful at it too. So flippedlifestyle.com is how you get to them. Shane Sams, here's what he said on an episode of their podcast uh, as it has to do with imposter syndrome. He says this, imposter syndrome is insidious because it makes us feel inferior. It makes us feel like we don't belong. And it makes us feel like we're not the ultimate expert on the entire earth in our subject matter. But really, we don't have to be that. We're just a little ahead of other people who are trying to achieve a goal. We're all just a little bit ahead of somebody else. But if anybody's behind you, you can help them. You can clearly help your students. And they've acknowledged that you can do that. There he's talking specifically to the person he's interviewing. Try to change it to where you're saying, hey, I need all the answers or I have all the answers to, wait a minute, I just have to help that person find the answer they need. If I can do that, I'm expert enough. I'm worthy of being able to do this because I'm just their guide. I'm their mentor. I'm not the know-it-all that knows everything. I'm not Oz behind the curtain. Close quote. Man, I think that is a powerful, powerful um, quote. A bit long, but it really conveys the point that what we're after here is just to help somebody experience that next level of transformation. And the point is, if we're just a little bit ahead, then we can help anybody and everybody who is behind us. And I would even take that a little further. There are people like Andy Andrews, for example, is, is a coach who I think about in this regard. Andy Andrews knows virtually nothing about the majority of um, businesses that he helps um, coach. He will help coach the leader of a business or a public figure or something. And he may not have any insider knowledge on that thing. 
but he actually uses just his experiences and his ability to be able to make connections and notice things that other people don't see. That he actually uses that as an unfair advantage. You know, I think of something that I do uh, in, in my business that I consider to be an unfair advantage. I, I, I am not a, um, a a life coach. I am not a health coach. I am not a business coach. I'm none of those things. But I have had a significant amount of personal success in each of those areas. I have lost weight. I have started a business. I have made money in a business. I have radically transformed the way that my family's financial um, present and future, uh, present is and future will be as a result of changes that I have made. I, I have the advantage of knowing a lot about the uh, individual um, inner workings of the kinds of topics and things that my clients coach around even though I'm not a coach in any of those areas, I can make connections and see things because of the unique kind of experiences that I've had. I guarantee you, I have had some experiences that you have not have, that you have not had, and I can help you through things that you are facing through the lens of those experiences that I've had that you haven't. So you need to be able to think that way, even if you don't have all the insider knowledge about the thing that you help coach your clients through. Maybe your unique ability is the ability to make connections because of the experience that you do have. Now, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, uh, although in a sense, I already have. So let me just go ahead and start down this list and we will talk about these things that seem um, probably familiar at this point. Okay, so the first thing is just to realize that everybody deals with it. Uh, and we talked about this, everybody deals with imposter syndrome. Um, but what I would encourage you to do is just go to Google. I want you to do a Google search on imposter syndrome or quotes about imposter syndrome, etc. And just look at the names, look at the quotes, Quotes that come up and you will just, I mean, be floored. You will be floored by the people who've publicly admitted that they deal with imposter syndrome. It's really something. And again, I just can't stress this enough. Everybody deals with this. The people who don't admit that they deal with it do deal with it. I can promise you that. Everybody deals with it. Everybody is afraid that they're going to be found out. So I would encourage you to do that. I would encourage you to, if you feel that it is a disadvantage for you, that you have imposter syndrome, then I would like for you to do a Google search so you can figure out the ranks among whom you are with in the disadvantaged. And I think you'll find that it's not bad company. The second important thing that I wanted to talk to you about with imposter syndrome is to allow your experience, all of it, to count. Allow your experience to count in your mind. Allow it to be the thing that is not a disadvantage for you, but is a huge advantage for your clients. Again, this is the way. When you can begin thinking in these terms, then it will not cause you a moment's trouble to communicate this when you are marketing. By the way, every bit of communication from you or your business, especially when you are a coach who prides yourself on the ability to transform people, everything you do is marketing. Every bit of it. 
Every, every personal conversation you have, every online conversation you have, every article you write, every video you produce, it does not matter. Every Facebook conversation you have, especially if you're a coach, but even if you're not, everything you do is marketing. Everything you do. I mean, this is why employers now will check the social media accounts of people that they are going to hire. Everything you do is marketing. So you have to display confidence in the things that you do. But, you know, there's this balance, right? Because you also have to be real. I started out by saying that I struggle with this too. But if what you're wanting to do is convey confidence, think about the fact that another place that confidence comes from is trust. I have a lot of problem trusting people who seem to have everything just perfect. Can I get an amen right there? I'm going to repeat that. I have a lot of problems trusting people whose life seems to be perfect, who claim to be perfect. Because I've been there. I I live in this world. I understand things about this life. And I see what happens to people who think this way. At the end of their life, I see this. I live in this world. I get this. And here's the thing about it. I don't trust people that seem to have it all together. Because you know what they say? Things are not always as they seem. So my confidence factor is actually bolstered and boosted by people who can at least be real about it and admit that they deal with this stuff. So yeah, yeah. You need to convey confidence, but you also need to be real because part of um, of transferring that confidence to somebody else is that you can make them feel as though you can be trusted. So realize, first of all, that everybody deals with imposter syndrome. The second thing is, of course, to allow your experience in your mind, all of it, allow all of your experience to count. When you're in your marketing and when you're in your coaching sessions, etc., think about everything that you have been through in your life and channel all of that. Think about how you can help people because of those experiences that you have had. The bad, the good, the bad, the ugly, the positive, the very negative. Everything in your life can be used to transform somebody else. Every experience you've gone through. Thirdly, the final thing I would say about this is to just be relentlessly helpful. Be relentlessly helpful, and as an addendum to that, only be stumped once. So here's what I mean there. When you are having conversations with people, conversation, uh, you know, humans were created um, to be social. This is just the bottom line. Humans are social. We have social skills and social abilities that nobody else, no other, no other organism on the planet has. This is how we were created to be. And this is why beautiful things happen in the context of conversation and relationship. The most beautiful things that you ever experience during your time on earth happen in relationship and a lot of times in direct conversation. If you are being relentlessly helpful, if it is your goal to serve every person you come across, 
then a lot of times you're going to be answering people's questions. You're going to be helping them think deeper about their situations. You're going to be probing into it. You're going to be asking them insightful questions, etc. And the more you talk to people, the more opportunity you have to learn from other people. These things add to your experience and then you could turn right around and use these conversations and experiences that you have with the people you talk to as advantages, as anecdotes, as uh, metaphors as illustrations, etc. When you are helping other people work through things, the more people you talk to, the more interesting conversations you have, and the better you communicate with other people, the better you will be able to serve those clients, no matter what your particular niche is. That is the beauty of human relations and conversation. And I say only be stumped once because this is just something that I try to live by. When I'm asked a question that I don't know the answer to, I go out research it, come back to the person and say, hey, here are a couple of things I found out. And then I do everything in my power to remember the answers that I came up with, even if I don't take a position on it yet. Maybe I found two or three competing answers that were um, all good in their own right, that I was, I found compelling things about each one of them. Whatever the situation is, right? Be relentlessly helpful and only be stumped once. Have an answer. Try to come to a final conclusion based on reasons, right? Uh, to, to, to For a certain way that you would answer that particular question for your client or help them work through a situation. Um, these things will, again, all go towards adding to your experience, which will boost your confidence, which will boost your trust level when you are dealing with other people. So this is how we reframe imposter syndrome. We realize that everybody deals with it. We allow our experience to count. We have to allow our experience to count. That's the most important and crucial step. And then finally, we'll be relentlessly helpful so that we can continue adding more and more to that experience and feeling more confident in ourselves that when we enter into a conversation, we have had a conversation, we have been through an experience, we've done something in this life that will help us provide something meaningful and insightful to those who we have been called to serve. Now, the Bible is an amazing book that's had a huge impact on the way that I personally think about life and business. So I want to close out the podcast by sharing a verse from the Bible this week, and it says, but let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. That's Psalm 5, 11. That is just a praise to my Lord, to my creator. Those who have joy are the ones who put their trust in God. I believe that today and I pray that you will consider that for yourself. God is our defense. God is our rock. God is all that we need. And when we have him, we can be joyful and that will help us to succeed in life as well as in our business. So God bless you. May you prosper in your coaching business this week. Start something special and do something today to change your tomorrow.